is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish at the Water This is Fish at the Water This is Welcome to Fish Out of Water. <laughs> that didn't sound like water at all. It, yeah. it, it totally sounded like water. Yeah, that was pretty bubbly water. Yeah, pretty bubbly water. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Tweety. What's up, guys? I'm Jeremiah. And we have a super special guest today. Uh, you might know him as a writer for Mad Television. Mad TV. No, we're going by Mad Television now. <laughs> Is it Mad Television now? Mad that's, Television. That's, that's better. That's more official. Yeah, I feel like Angry it. Television. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, their, that's their competitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we know him as a writer on a sketch team that I used to be on and that Jeremiah still is on. That's right. Dad James, what up? Uh, Brett Greenberg Esquire. Thank you. Thank you for using Esquire at the end, yeah. too. Yeah. So how's it going, man? Uh, it's great. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I've never done a podcast before. Well, get used to it, buddy. Yeah, you're going to be doing so many of these. Yeah. So many of these of this show. Yeah. So many episodes of this show. Well, yeah. people will listen to this show, and they'll be like, I probably could ask him better questions, <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll lead to better things. But we got you first. Yeah. So. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so uh, how's your week been? Has it been good? Uh, I got in a little car accident today in oh. a parking lot. Oh. I know. Your fault? No. Whose fault was it? Well, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very lawyer thing to say. Wasn't my fault. I'm not claiming any any fault at this at all. Is it bad? Your car fucked? No, it's not so bad. But that, You know what? I just thought of something that's really interesting to me. You were a lawyer, and then you became a sketch comedian well i'm not a sketch comedian that just I, that just happened to you close to the mic enough is there that good go. is that yeah, better yeah, that's, that's better how can you tell it's better can you you can see it on the thing i can hear it he in here. these headphones he's got the cans on okay gotcha how did you know though you're the one who told me because he's doing he's doing this oh. move forward there's like a whole secret because I, I do thing. this i do this every episode and jeremiah's caught on after five that this means come closer to the yeah mic. why didn't you closer. just tell me because I was trying to do it without talking about it. <laughs> instead, we did like 30 seconds on it. Oh, so this isn't good podcast stuff? Talking about no, sound? Great. Well, no, people like this. This yeah. is the inside workings of a podcast. Sometimes people don't put their mouth right on the microphone, so you have to verb, non-verbally finger them towards <laughs> yeah. the mic. Yeah. Jeremiah is doing a really disgusting gesture with his finger. I'm just flicking my tongue back and forth <laughs> in a motion that looks like, come here, come here. You're going to ruin my mic. Stop getting it all wet. Yeah. You might uh, want to mark this one so I know it's mine. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Don't mark that. Yeah, we're keeping that in. Yeah. Um, so, so how does that work? How do you go from being a lawyer to being a sketch comedian? Well... I've been writing sketch probably before I was even a lawyer. So I think I never wasn't into sketch. Like, I was always into SNL and Mr. Show and Mad TV and all the sketch shows. And then I was, like, writing sketch while I was in school, in law school and stuff. I actually didn't make the college sketch team. Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Cornell for college, and I didn't make uh, – it was called the Schizophrenics, and I – auditioned when i was like a sophomore or something you i just didn't... sent in a packet 
No, right. it was they had us go to like a, a classroom and do improv. I'd never done improv before, and it was really awkward because I didn't know that's a good way to judge if you're a good sketch writer by right. making stuff up on the spot. And it was weird. I didn't get it, and I'm still a little, still a little bummed about that. Well, you know what? They're lost. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. They're lost. Because how many of those guys are writers for a national television show? Uh, that's a good question. Good question. Probably all of them. <laughs> yeah. They're all on SNL. Yeah. Taryn Killam, some asshole I knew from college. Yeah. Um, so, so you went to college, or you were in, this is undergraduate? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so undergraduate, you were writing sketch. Still, so, so you got, that was your first kind of rejection, right? What'd you do after that? Well, I wrote for the, like, the comedy magazine thing called The Lunatic. And that was actually, I was happy doing that. That was, that was more fun. So I was, they, we like articles and we didn't really do onion stuff. It was more just like, like features. And like, I, the first thing I wrote that got on was like, I wrote reviews of really terrible movies, like getting even with dad, but I wrote it as if it was like the best thing ever made, like the best <laughs> movie of all time. Um, yeah. So I did that, but like, that was just, that was just more articles and stuff. So it wasn't as much of, of sketch but yeah i mean i've always written sketch and then i wanted to practice law too but now so then you became a lawyer and everybody was like man you're the funniest lawyer i've ever met yeah they, they said that i bet they that's do. word for word what they said where'd you go to law school i went to usc usc oh, oh so that's yeah. what brought you out here to cali yeah yeah well i was here for a year before i started school because i wanted to do this um then law school and met you guys yeah. So were you still Dad in law jeans. school when you met us at Dad No, jeans? I was out. I was you were out. Yeah, I was like a year or two out. Okay. Yeah. And was there any? Did you write during law school for anything? Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that sketch that we just watched, the 420 sketch. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll yeah. Um, wrote that, and yeah, we'll, I wrote some. We'll get, we'll get to it, Brad. Just All right, sure everyone knows that we'll yeah. get to it. <laughs> so you're not able to talk about stuff that's going to happen in the pod. Like, is the idea to make it seem like nothing is planned? No, no. I mean, it kind of. I have no clue what's going to happen in the next 45 minutes. I know we're going to talk about two things: Tweety sketch and the sketch that you like. Mm -hmm. Everything in between yeah, is kind of like it's all. We have like we have a list of questions mm -hmm. that we bring in. It's the same list of questions for every podcast. I bet. If you combine every episode so far, we've probably asked four of these questions. Yeah, we get off topic a lot. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that the thing that you sent me, you're like, one of us has written a sketch, and yeah. you're gonna t read it and see what you think. And then I open it, and it's like Cornhusker is like, oh, I wonder who wrote this this one. <laughs> well, we decide. I was like, you know, it's kind of weird because you guys are actually on a sketch team together. Like, one, it might be weird for you to like completely critique one of his sketches. Plus, you guys pitch to each other all the time. That's true. Yeah. So it might be more interesting to have you do it to me. I get Brett's thinking. beautiful brain four times a month. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. One of my favorite sketches that uh, that I've seen at I.O. Um, is the um, uh, Tyler Perry's For Better or Worse. Yeah, I like that one. That was our first sketch? That was our, that first, was sketch. our first sketch. Our first, so I'm sure people um, are very familiar with iOS sketch team dad jeans. Yeah. Um, who isn't? Who isn't familiar with iOS? I don't know. Uh, but you need to check it out because they're hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a premier player on that team. Yeah, can you, so. can you say they if you're in the they? I guess so. We? Yeah. We. 
we we are hilarious yeah we are we're, we're pretty good I, i'm starting to act a little bit in the sketches bread is bread really is. Yeah, yeah i was uh i was jeremiah's lovely assistant what was my name uh charmise charmise i wrote you into a sketch and you refused to do it yeah that sounds about right well he's grown <laughs> into his into his his big boy pants but now that we're on the main stage i still i pref- probably won't be in as many yeah i mean i wasn't in a lot before but right the fact that we were in the little tiny theater is more comforting to me right so we got we got bumped up i don't know if we talked about this previously but we got moved there's a couple different stages we're also going to probably release these out of order too right um so uh the way ios works there's a couple different theaters there's the main stage theater which is the big daddy um big daddy theater that's where people can drink and go from the bar and watch sketches and there's the dct which is kind of the back theater that's the the minor leagues like like the training ground yeah the training grounds and then there's the loft which is really kind of like the experimental stage where you can just go and put stuff up and test material so we got moved from the dct to the main stage um which is good but it's also you know we're a house team now yeah the pressure's on yeah the pressure's on it's a little bit of pressure uh but you know what i think we should I hope that we maintain our lovely dad jeans, youthful spirit. Yeah. And continue to. I don't think we'll sell out. Yeah. I got, I, uh. Um... You mean sell out the seats? Or oh. Sell out... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's see here. Um, I, my first question, I've asked this in every, I will ask this in every single episode because this is for me, like we talked about earlier about getting notes and in like um, UCB classes and stuff like that. We talked about that off air. Yeah. Um, this is the last note I got in a UCB class was sometimes your premises feel generic. What is, what did you, you know, ask you know, for a follow up on that? Well, I mean, what I think, well, I mean, we, we talked about it for a minute. And I think what he was saying is that sometimes, and I mean, it was because I mean, I, I, I don't know, I guess some more like looking back um, when the idea was that um, the premises were well trodden territory. Okay. They're just filtered through my brain, which is what made them different. But it was all, they're tropes that had been done before. Like, if you think about the one, like, Sexy Cop. Remember Sexy Cop? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's, I mean, that's an idea that's ultimately been done before. I've never seen it. Well, thanks, Brett. (laughs) Thanks, Brett. I mean, I mean, like, Good Cop, Bad Cop has been done before. Right. But your take was Sexy Cop. Right. So... That didn't seem generic, really. I mean, if you, you, I hear generic, and I think, like, grandma who says bad things, or, like, you know, right. rapping granny. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, that's kind of trite. Okay. Well, I guess that's what... I'm, I'm glad I'm not trite. Hey, you don't want to be trite. Yeah. Hi! I'm Chad Westbrook. And I'm Nicholas Wagoner. And are you a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race? You should be. You very much should be. Come listen and subscribe to our podcast, How Is She Though? Where we recap every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Come and get your daily dose of vitamin gay, honey. Oh, cr- oh, cr- Yeah. But so I guess my question is, and is what... How do you get... Where uh, do you get your ideas yeah, for sketches? how do you generate ideas for sketches? Um, it's funny. Like, when I started... Like I always had a list of sketches, like premises ideas, and I would keep it on my phone. And then when the show started, I like tried to compile a master master list on Word, and then like organize it by like what kind of idea is it? Is it like a character thing or is it a pop culture thing? Um, I don't know. I kind of I like to think about different scenarios. Like I love genre sketches, like a Wild West sketch, and then something happens, or like a scene that you've seen a million times in a movie. And then, like, what's the twist on that? 
that those are my favorite kind of sketches so i'm always looking out for like cliche situations that you know you you, you don't really think about but you know you've seen a few times um uh, yeah we've i think brett does a lot of those sketches i think yeah that's your forte man yeah i love those yeah, sketches I think about it yeah because i mean even for better or for worse when you're talking about it was like dude bros yeah sitting around but instead of watching football they're watching tyler perry's for better or worse yeah i hope that show stays on the air so that sketch does not become irrelevant <laughs> that sketch will never be <laughs> okay <good. laughs> um everyone knows tyler perry <laughs> <laughs> everyone, yeah. uh, everyone he, knows dad jeans and tyler perry's for better or worse right um and we we I, we all actually got together and shot a sketch a uh, video sketch yeah and what was what was the name of it i don't know if we ever officially named it i think it was called so happy together so happy together yeah and it where... was on youtube for about three minutes yeah and then they took it down because it had a song in it oh was... really i didn't know that but wasn't it your sister's song yeah my sister is a singer songwriter carly robin green and uh we used one of her songs but it was somehow flagged on on youtube but but yeah, that was fun. We shot it in the park. Yeah, with your dog. With my dog, yeah. And that's an example of like a funny scenario that you've seen, like a cliche, like a dumb cliche. The idea of the sketch was that, uh, like you know how in old sitcoms, they a guy will be like dreaming of a of a girl, and then he'll wait, and then he's like making out with the girl, and then he and then in reality he's like his face is getting licked by a dog. Right. So our sketch. Do you want to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spit it out. I, I thought it was still on YouTube, but I guess it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's not. not. Uh, uh, yeah. I was kind of insulted that that's not the one that you picked. <laughs> 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 yeah, I should be more insulted because I acted it. <laughs> and you wore my T-shirt in the shower. Yeah. Did I? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. For the for the for, for the, the final scene, yeah. we'll put it up. We'll put a link on up to it, and we'll see if we can somehow sort that out. Get on with your sister. Be like, hey. Love this song. Well, maybe it's because we didn't copyright it or put a put a note in it. Well, like, also your your sister might not own the music, right? Like that might be a YouTube. Like I was uh, I was joking. I don't uh, think she. Does I um, I think she. I don't know. I I think she does. Does she have a label? Does she work for a label? She's not on a label, but oh. she has a publishing deal. Oh, I'll figure it out. Okay, yeah, out you're what... a lawyer. Figure it out. Yeah. See, <laughs> see that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. Like now I have to get. But you're a lawyer. Like I can't do anything. I can't not know anything. Yeah. Tweety does the same stuff with me. Anytime any medical question ever comes up, he's like, you're a doctor. <laughs> like, I'm not a fucking doctor. I've never called you a doctor. You're a you, scientist. You a have scientist. called... Okay, sorry. People call me a doctor, and I get... I mean, it's very nice. Do you wear a lab coat? Yeah, I wear a lab coat. Oh, okay. So you're... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I'm a doctor. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in a room Do with... Do you have a, a briefcase? With the DNA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I am also a lawyer. Okay, I'm th sorry. I do. That's the point. Okay. I have a briefcase, and you have a lab coat, so you're a doctor. Okay. I guess I just lost that argument <laughs> based off of that. But I'm in a room with a lawyer and a scientist, a DNA scientist. That's wrong, too. But, but Dad Jeans also has a dentist now. Yeah, John. yeah. We got a new member who's a dentist. Man, it's like the smartest sketch team. And then me, who like literally <laughs> like, hey, guys, go into the room so I can fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we started much later than we wanted to because Tweety didn't want us to walk away or wanted us to walk away so he could fart in the living room, which is separate from his sweet recording studio. Um, um, but anyways, we'll put the sketch up. Back to what we yeah. were talking about. We'll put the sketch up online and you guys can watch it. But um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it fit right into this. You kind of flip the cliche. Yeah. Put your own spin on it. So he's playing in a dream. He's playing with his dog and he's like getting licked in the face by the dog. And it's a great dream. And then in reality, 
uh, girl, our friend Leslie, is licking Jeremiah's face in the bed. Yeah, and I wake up and she's kissing his face. She's, she's not like licking. Oh, is she, were you she kissing? Yeah, your she face? Was ki- yeah, she was. She was like making out with my face. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, rather than licking your face. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, was, yeah, I love those situations. Right. Just like, and that one turned out good. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I edited it. Yeah, that's Tweety's involvement. <laughs> yeah, and my dog. And your dog, right? Um, um yeah. Do you, I kind of want to ignore the rest of our questions and just ask about writers' rooms? Okay. In Mad TV. Yeah, I think that's what everyone would be very interested in. All right, let's talk yeah. about it. Um, because uh, outside of this, this is kind of your first big gig, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this first is writing job. So so you heard about you had a you have a uh, uh, an agent or a manager manager yeah a writing manager yeah. And so how did that come about? Because that's pretty interesting, too. I don't know very yeah. much about that. I don't think a lot of people do. I've been working with him for a while, like even before I started law school. And uh, I mean, generally, we work, we like develop pilots and I wrote a feature with him. It was like, 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 like he, you know, guided me in writing a feature. Um, and so I write like a lot of longer stuff, like longer things. Um, but yeah, he he like helps me and like we develop the ideas together and he's just you know, he introduces me to people. He's, he's good. He's great. Is and, he a writer himself? Uh, no, he's not a writer. Okay. He's a he's a manager slash producer. Mm. And so you mm-hmm. got this guy through, uh, you submitted to his agency or? Uh, I actually, or, I actually was, was just introduced to him just through a, through someone I knew. And like, um, it's like that's like so Hollywood. It's very Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you got a manager. That's great. So you were working with him, but you didn't get anything out of him or not. I don't mean to say that, you know, you were, you know, like you're milking this guy. <laughs> yeah. and there's, no, and there's nothing being produced, but you're working with him. You're pitching him. So you wrote a pilot, wrote a pilot, a couple pilots and cool. wrote a feature. And then, uh, mad TV was looking for writers and I submitted a packet, uh, like five sketches. Cool. Um, Varying degrees of what, yeah, what what were the sketches? Like, uh, I guess um, if you could rank or put them in a class, what class of sketches would they be? What do you mean, what class? Well, like political, blackout, um, you know. They were, I tried to have, like, I had the Tyler Perry sketch. Ah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, I had. Did you send them a video of me acting in it so they knew how good it could be? Of course. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. You were on, you were in the cast. Why didn't you show up? Oh, man. (laughs) Tweety didn't get the memo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had a couple other dad jeans sketches, but mm-hmm. I tried to like vary it up. I had like a like a, a, a mapping sketch. Technically, it's Tyler. Can we is that too like insidey? No, yeah, go for a it. mapping so sketch. I, I think people that are listening to this podcast are probably fairly insidey. That's true. I don't think they're right. Like casual. Do, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, okay. So I had that one. I had like remember the one with Adam and Patricia, and Patricia was like. A, doing role play in the bedroom and right and she was doing her role play characters were not like sexy they're not the typical like oh i'm a librarian who's yeah. really hot she's the she gruff, was like an, right yeah oh you have to get your books in before yeah exactly <laughs> she was like an old lady at librarian who was like really not sexy or like yeah like not a sexy cop a sexy ah. sexy cop reference yeah um but like like a racist Frank cop. Danetti. I'm Frank Danetti. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. I like that one because it was like there was a good straight man in that. So yep. I wanted to show like different different things, and I didn't have any political sketches in there, but I just I just five of my favorite sketches pretty much, and then I had some pitches too that they wanted, 
And so they said, give you, give us a packet of five sketches. Five sketches. That, not, they didn't ask for five sketches. They just wanted a sketch packet. A sketch packet just, with pitches, huh? Or was uh, that after? That they... was after. Okay. That was after. Oh, cool. So you submitted. They got back to you months later? Uh, I would say like weeks later. three weeks to a month later. Okay. Yeah. So fairly soon they gave you a call. Who called you? Uh, well, the I actually did a FaceTime interview with the head writer. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they, I just heard they liked it, and they wanted to schedule a FaceTime interview. He was in New York. That's why I couldn't meet in person. Who, uh, well, who was the head writer for it? For S- uh, Scott King. Okay. Yeah, he was the head writer. and um, Yeah, so I met with him over, over FaceTime. And then before, like leading up to that meeting, they wanted like uh, a couple pop culture pitches, mm. a few character ideas. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. Like pop culture and pop culture uh, – characters and then oh also some ideas for like backstage bits so i just i, I just kind of went through my ideas that i had and what would work and came up with some new like relevant pop culture stuff and then pitched to him over facetime I, i'm about to say i love that you chatted to him over facetime that's, yeah that's pretty pretty new age stuff right there yeah, it is i had to aim the phone so it was like a good angle <laughs> on my computer it was yeah i'm not good at stuff like that like that kind of i get nervous how about nervous it. okay let's reenact Please this conversation face, like well, how could you not be good at that you, what does it, that it, even it's mean not, it's like not just that but it's like you're a writer who gives a shit what you look like no i wasn't worried about what i looked like i mean i, I look great right no that's now, not, that i'm not saying you don't you look wonderful thank you for everyone who doesn't know what brett looks like he's six foot five he looks like he was chiseled out of a a, a marble slab by da vinci yep did Da Vinci do marble? Uh, sure. Michelangelo. Sure. He for did she, for sure. For sure. Michelangelo <laughs> you, himself. You know four painters. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Leonardo, Michelangelo, Ra- Donatello, Raphael. Raphael. That's the easiest way to remember those yeah. suckers. Um, uh, anyway, so they, so they, so you had this FaceTime conversation. Yep. Were you nervous as hell? Because that's pretty nerve wracking, yeah, I would think. Yeah, I mean, kinda. Yeah. Like, like, it, yeah, it had to be, had to go well. I mean, I get nervous before I pitch stuff. Like whenever I, like whenever I have to pitch like a pilot or an idea, even even on the show, like like I was I was comfortable. It was easy to like I got used to it. But you still, when you pitch an idea, you're like because you want your ideas to be yeah. You you want them to be be articulate. You have to you know kind of say it in a enthusiastic way. You don't want to get fired. You don't want to get fired. I, I think that's no a very. Fired. No one really got fired. I think that's a very. No we we, we talk about this a lot, or we've talked about it previously. Um, pitching sketches is an art, man. Like yeah. it's 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 one of the hardest things for me because I have it's so clear in my head, and then when I go to vocalize, I have to practice before. because yeah. if I don't, I'll say stuff and I'm like, that's not what I meant to say. Yeah, and it I throws do that all everyone. Time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I have to write them down. Yeah. Um. So uh. So you. So this guy, you had a FaceTime conversation. Obviously, it went good because from that. Yeah. Then, I would say like, I had to wait another. Th- three weeks after that until i heard and then i heard right before the room was getting started like i've got i found out thursday night and then i had to start on monday and i had to quit the law firm <laughs> how's that conversation go <laughs> better than i thought yeah. better than i thought my boss was very supportive he, he didn't he was just thought it was cool he was he was like glad that i got the opportunity did he knew no did he knew did he know that you were a writer he didn't oh wow. he didn't know that i wrote comedy that's cool was, yeah. was he like did he say like man you are 
you are one funny lawyer or was he like really i've never found you that funny you know i i hadn't been at that firm for that long so i didn't have that much interaction with the like the big boss yeah because you switched jobs right you were at one law firm you switched to another yeah i did and And then then this what happened yeah but it was good i mean i was really i was really so you found out on a thursday quit your job started on a monday yeah monday comes around and i'm sure you're like what the fuck is gonna happen yeah i I, honestly i didn't like the whole summer i felt that way i i never it didn't really sink in it was just really surreal. Like I, I, I loved every day of it, and it was amazing. But yeah, like that first day, I was so like I got. I think I was. I was probably the first one there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm, I'm very early to when I'm nervous about something. So like I showed mm-hmm. up. I think I was supposed to be there at ten, and I was. Brett didn't show up early to our podcast. Oh yeah, I was, I was fifteen minutes late for this because he was super not nervous. So he's, he's the complete opposite yeah. of nervous. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but he still got here earlier than you did. Yeah. F- all right. Fuck off. I actually, I actually stopped to get gas too. Yeah. So I was late and I got gas. He knew he was going to be late and decided, hey, I'm going to stop and get gas because. I gotta, you know, I gotta fill up. I got things to do after this. I, don't I was have time. on the, well, I was on the four hundred five, and it was like right. I thought if there was a time where I was gonna run out of gas, it'd be it'd be tonight, and I was very scared. But I got gas, and I didn't run out of gas. Um, what, were, what were we talking about? So you showed up. You're the first oh, person. First to show one up. Yeah, and like I was supposed to be there at ten. I was there at like nine. I was like eating at the little cafe. Uh, where just, where do they uh, or where's the studio for Matt TV? Hollywood Center Studios. So that's CW. No, it's just it like their a, own. It's sort of an independent lot. Like they do at midnight there, and um, oh, cool. Oh, cool. Oh, that's right Mickey off Glazer of show. Melrose, or excuse me, Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay. Right, Santa Monica, and kind of by the art island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great lot. It was really fun, but I had no idea. Like I didn't know like what to do. Like I didn't know like what a writer's room was like. Mm-hmm. I, I called a couple of my friends that weekend, who had been in rooms, just to like get their advice. Yeah. Um, see what they had to say because really I just didn't know what to expect and like right away it was just really really good like I my office mate was awesome like and, you know I feel like we were it was a fun pair to now be do with. you have a partner or a pair that for the show that you write with or an actor because I know SNL at least this is only from what I've heard that you kind of uh, like new actors they kind of buddy up with a writer Oh, I didn't even know that. Is that like in Don't Think Twice when he was in Adam Pally's office? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. It's like, uh, I mean, I just, I listen to Howard Stern a lot, and whenever they get SNL people on there, they constantly talk about how, like, Bill Hader and John Mulaney were, you know, oh, they worked right, a lot. For like Stefan. Yeah, yeah, for Stefan. But he, like, when you're a new, when you're a new cast member, you kind of cling on to certain writers. In, in a hope that they'll, they'll write, write you, you they'll yeah. write you stuff. Yeah, like all you know? the cast members would come around our offices and pitch ideas. They would pitch their characters and like like kind of just spitball stuff with the writers trying to come up with new ideas. Like Chelsea, Chelsea Davison, she um, she had this teacher character that she auditioned with, and the teacher character was like a teacher who was constantly getting bullied by her kids, like. Like, who said that I should, like, you know, who made me a Match.com profile, like, and said that I'd never find a husband, like, that kind of thing. And so we took that character and made it more that the teacher was bullying the kids because just to make it more active in the sketch. But that was something that she came in with her character, and then, like, she pitched it to us, and I wrote it with um, with Maya Williams, another writer on the staff. And that happened all the time with the different cast members. And Did you write a lot of stuff in pairs or in groups? Uh, Yeah. I would say more... 
more of more sketches that I wrote were with other writers than the ones I wrote solo. Okay. Yeah, like like every week we'd probably pitch around. I I, I pitched around like five or six ideas. A week or a day? A week. A week. A week. And then a few of them would be stuff that I wrote myself, and then a few would just be stuff with other writers. And then just as the week would go on, we would come up with new ideas and just write them and, and pitch pitch them to Scott or pitch them to David, who is the, the showrunner, um, and then just write them on the spot and then hand them in. So like they weren't ones that we officially pitched in the pitch meeting. Um, so but, what's your week? If, like, How does the week progress? You're going on Monday. Yeah, pitch, pitch, pitch on Monday. Pitch on Monday. So you just sit around, pitch your ideas, no full thought out sketches yet. No, well, we we would we pitched individually, which like I don't know, I don't think a lot of shows do that. I think they a lot of times it's in a writers' room, I'd imagine. Right. Um, but yeah, we just pitched individually. Um, so you just went into the showrunner's office and pitched. Yeah, or, or Scott's office, the head writer, um, right. and we pitch them ideas, and and then probably by Wednesday they'd want the, all the drafts. Um, and then just rewrites for the second half of the week. And then we'd also like, we'd read the sketches as writers in the writer's room and then just get ready for the table reads the next week. We did, we had do table reads on Mondays. Okay. So that's weird. So you don't have all of your writers in the room when you pitch, huh? No, we only did it once or twice, like just pitched as a group with everyone around. Usually it was, most of the time it was individual or like, let's say, let's say we were writing a sketch together. Mm -hmm. I would call you in like, and I was doing my pitch meeting with the head writer. Like I would call you in for that pitch and we would do that pitch together. Gotcha. Um, yeah. How many drafts of one sketch would you do? Uh, maybe like, on the top end, like six or seven. Okay. Yeah, and like little, like little tweaks here or there. I mean, I right. By the time you're doing like the third or fourth one, you're probably just like changing a few lines. Yeah, right, there. exactly. And then as it's going along, there 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 are changes that happen. Like after the table read, there are network notes and studio notes, and then we'd have production meetings. And like, oh, we can't have an elephant, you know. <laughs> so then that would change, and there'd be other drafts. Like it would just go along. Based on the process, but like I would say, like seven, seven would be the high number. Okay, yeah. I'd imagine that sometimes that gets somewhat frustrating. I know that pitch. I enjoy looking at um, my first draft of a sketch and then looking at the final tech script. Uh -huh. You know that we go into yeah. rehearsal to look at and how different they are. It's a fun process to kind of see that. But I know, um, and we've. Uh, kind of talked about this previously in private, but there's a lot of like kind of small nitpicky things that you're constantly having to incorporate into your sketches, correct? Like towards the end. Yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, like S and P, like standards of practice, like what you can and can't say. Like, w I mean, that was sort of a ongoing. Every new script, it was like, oh, we guess we can't say this. Like, <laughs> what's something you can't say? Because this is CW. This is right. It was CW, cable. CW. It was broadcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. CW isn't cable. Uh, my John Barinholtz, who I shared an office with, wrote uh, like a state, like a thing off the State Farm, like like a good neighbor. State Farm is there, and one guy shows up, and he's like an S and M guy. Like <laughs> it was really really funny. We did it in one of the episodes, but he had a thing of lube in his pocket. Couldn't say lube. Oh wow! We had to really? Say, we had to say warming lotion. <laughs> and that's it almost like, funny. Yeah, for sure. But like, who says warming? Lo who says warming lotion? 
I want to know. That's the person I want to know who their job is. What a fucking job, right? Like they got to read all these. Like there's a person who knows all yeah. the things you can and cannot say. I'm sure the list is, but as new words are developed <laughs> by teenagers. Yeah. Well, like, well I interned. Oh, I bet a lot of those get under the radar first too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, That's true. Like what was that song? Um, God, there's a song that you got to buy on the radio for a long time until like parents figured out what the words were. Yeah, um, I'll think about it and then I'll get it was back to it you. was cock. It yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> the song was, was just called that. The yeah. song was just called cock, and everyone's like, "What's this word mean? Why are then, they singing about chick?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so uh, so warming lube. Um, no warming lotion. Warming, warming lotion. lotion. Yeah. Can't say lube. Uh, and there were, uh, we couldn't. There was a lot we skeet. couldn't say. The word, I'm trying, the word I was trying to think of was skeet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took adults a long time to figure out what skeet meant. <laughs> Anyways, go I ahead. Actually, yeah, I we actually, probably couldn't say that, I would imagine. Yeah. Now, but when it first, when that song first came out, it was on the radio. Yeah, right. I so how frustrating is that? How much stuff? Because a lot of that, I mean, from a stand-up's perspective, every single line, every single word is with purpose. It's yeah. with like, and it's like that way as well with sketches. And I've, you know, I write and I find out sometimes when like certain lines aren't set a particular way, like yeah, it you kills put it. A, I hate that. Yeah. It kills it. Like you put a yeah. lot of effort into this to do it. So you got to respect it enough to like, at least say it how they, well, when you're acting, but when you're writing then they're now changing all your, um, yeah. But you know, like, for me, like, not a lot of my sketches were, like, hinging on whatever word right. you can't say. Like, again, right. you kind of know. Like, we, and we got, we all got better at this as it was going on. That We knew what we could get away with, what we couldn't. So it's not like we were writing, you know, like, really edgy, mm-hmm. like, like Comedy Central or HBO stuff that we know we'd never do. I mean, we sometimes we did just to see if we could. Right. Um, but, like... We kind of had an idea of what they would go for and what they wouldn't go for. Yeah, Guy, um, Guy Stevenson, who uh, was also uh, yeah. a writer uh, with Brett, he was telling me about some sketches that um, I thought were really super funny, but um, and we're going to have Guy in, so I won't talk about him right now, but they were, I was like, yeah, I'd love to see those. Those would be really Stuff funny. Something he wrote for the show? Yeah. They, what did he, he tell you about? Um, he wrote a, I don't know if he wrote it or someone wrote it. It was called 9-11 Sandwich. I wrote that with Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, when you were saying that, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to bring up 9-11 Sandwich. Yeah, okay, cool. So 9-11 Sandwich, tell us about 9-11 Sandwich then. <laughs> Amir K., one of the cast members, had this pitch of like a guy who was like a New York guy and he was talking about like 9-11 and like, yeah, like. He had a delicious sandwich that day. And, like, he was more obsessed with, like, 9-11 because he had a connection to the sandwich that he ate. <laughs> so we wrote this thing, like, for that character where these, like, construction workers on one of those, like, garter. Is that what it's called? Like, a garter? Guardrail. Or... Guardrail, yeah. yeah. Like, like that like, iconic photo mm-hmm. of, like, these guys working in the New York skyline. And they're just, oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just, like, talking about... They're looking at the skyline and they see, like... You know what you where the towers used to be, and they're like, "Look at that skyline! Hey, you should have seen it before. Uh, it was a crazy day. I lost a sandwich that day." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Mm-hmm. And it was like, so the whole time this guy's talking about how he dropped his sandwich, and he's like, uh, "Come on, Jimmy, what? You're so insensitive. Think about the fallen heroes." Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people lost their sandwiches that day. That's not what they mean by fallen heroes, Jimmy. That's pretty. Funny. We really like that sketch a lot. That was yeah. one where it's like, there's. That was the little engine that could, where if that ever made it on TV, I would have been really happy. But yeah, 
no, no but chance. it didn't. No but it didn't. But now but it made it on know. a more important thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this will reach way more people. Would... Kaboom! That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a burn, but it wasn't meant to be. Um, but I think you guys are uh, speaking of that. Um, you don't know if if Matt TV's got picked up yet for season. Waiting, waiting to hear for the next season. Yeah. I feel good about it, but we're in here. I think so, too. Everybody that I know that's a part of it is very, very funny. Oh, thanks, bud. You know. Yeah. It's a very good collect, you know, collection of yeah. of super, super funny people um, that we, I mean, we are, we're blessed to live in L.A., so we get to see these people, you know, pretty much, you know, any week we can yeah. go out and catch them in any different show. Um, yeah, that's one, of, that's one of the weird things, especially, you know, like, UCB gets a lot of credit um, for their mod night and stuff, and as they should, they have great shows, great performers, great writers, and all that stuff, but there's other theaters, too, that I think have, like, kind of under the, under the kind of radar sketch stuff going on, and uh, you go to those shows, and you see people that are writing for, you know, Mad TV, or will, will write someday for SNL, or whatever, mm-hmm. that's one of the cool things about being out here, is you get to see all kinds of stuff before it was stuff. Well, you, yeah. got, you got a lot of groundlings. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, ground. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in your cast, mm-hmm. as well as lyric. Um. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. And guy is a groundling. Guys are groundling. Carl. Uh. Jim Wise was a groundling. Jim Wise groundling. Um. Carl's a mod guy. Carl's a mod mm-hmm. guy. And uh, Harold. And a Harold guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. So yeah. So you yeah. Got... Carl Tart is one of the funniest people I've ever yeah seen perform, or I've never I've never seen his writing, but. Performance-wise, he's one of the funniest people I've ever seen. I was telling you before we did this, but like we wrote a bunch of sketches together, and he is so fu- so silly, like so yeah. silly, and just but like he knows exactly what the sketch is, and he's very focused when he's writing, but like still silly and like we like writing sketches with Carl, I laughed harder than like I can't remember. Yeah, like we wrote the Sia sketch, and he was just doing the Australian accent and singing Sia lyrics, <laughs> <laughs> and his whole impression just right, right. And that was, that, that was the whole basis of our character. Just she said that a lot and bumped into stuff, and it was re- <laughs> and it didn't make it on. It was really really funny, and we just had a great time doing it. Like I, we wrote this other um, some other sketches together. We wrote like the Sumbrella sketches for uh, Jeremy Howard, Jeremy D Howard actually. Um, and that those were fun, uh, yeah. He's great. He's really great. So, um, getting your so you write a ton of sketches. You're, by the by the end of this season, you've probably written how many? Like fifty? I think it was like seventy. Seventy sketches. Wow. Yeah, which is nuts because I didn't think I had seventy ideas. So you had seventy sketches that you wrote fully fleshed out, right? Yeah. And then how many of those got picked to be put on? You know, as a team because you're writing it. It seems like you're writing as a team a lot. Uh, yeah. How many of those got put on air? Or, like, or uh, how many sketches that went on had your name attached to it as a writer in some form or another? Right. Um, at least, I would say, I worked on something in every episode. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How many uh, episodes were there? Eight. Eight? Okay. Yeah. It's hard to say. I, like, in terms of stuff I wrote myself, uh, not that many, like a, a few, maybe a few, but the, but more co-writes, more like, stuff i wrote with you know one other writer or two other writers um but i'd say every episode had had some stuff yeah but the point is being that man you write 70 sketches for pretty much one of the 
top kind of comedy shows as a sketch writer you can get on right i mean there's a certain like level obviously people want to get on snl and and that's i guess the holy grail but mad tv is absolutely up there with it you write 70 sketches and maybe five get on like that's that's insane it's yeah it's really it's really crazy to see how it like whittles down from the the massive like all of them to the select few um but like i i the ones that didn't like i'm hoping you know maybe next season or i don't know i mean it's or maybe in a dad jeans show maybe in a dad jeans show hey mad tv owns those sketches okay that's right you wrote them on mad tv dollars <laughs> they paid you <laughs> those are mad tv ideas now that's what, true one idea one sketch that we did for dad jeans that you were in that's right cap the rapper about boom about a, a rapper who used to be hardcore but then he started a serious committed relationship but then he now is in love <laughs> and now is not hardcore anymore that was a dad jean sketch that was a dad jean sketch uh that was a great one yeah jeremiah was a rapper in that i was i think yeah. your character's name was trey trey yo hit that b son that's, that, that's the voice i did the character name changed to poozy and snapper there were two other rappers mm-hmm. for Poozy and Snapper mm-hmm. in the other version. I'm not going to lie. We watched it. We watched it live. Well, not live, but we watched... Um, on television. We watched it on Hulu. We watched live. it on Hulu. As soon as it came, it was uploaded, pretty much. Yeah. Right? Um, I watched it. Super funny. Not nearly as funny as when I did it, though. But, um, that's but that's my, not that's possible. A, that's it's not just, possible to match anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, it's it's kind of funny. I was so proud of Brett because I was like, this was a... This was a Dad Gene sketch we did on the iOS DCT. Like two months before. I right. Mean that, like, I, that was the crazy thing for me. That's what felt cr- so nuts is that, like, the DCT stage is, is small and it's intimate and it's, like, it's really fun. Right. And then seeing it on the big stage with, you know, like, the, the sets and the costumes and stuff, it just mm-hmm. it didn't – it was so crazy. And the thing – like, I had that idea for the sketch. Like, we're talking about how we get our ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, I was with my girlfriend and we were just – um we were just rapping Eminem in the car, like because that's a thing that people do, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Still, I do it every day. Yeah, it's yeah. 2000, 2001 right now, so that's what people do. Um, I'm sorry, he just came up with one of his best albums of all time like a year ago. So. Did he? Yeah, I don't know. I only know the Marshall Mathers LP. He came out with the Marshall Mathers LP two, which is like, ta. Oh man, probably his second, third best album. The last thing I heard about Eminem was actually I read an article today. Um, he is pretty good friends with. Um, um uh fuck who's the guy's name who he, dr dre no he plays piano elton oh, john elton john yeah so he's good buddies with elton john and but his lyrics wouldn't yeah wouldn't do that right so well, he did that live show with elton john he did that live show with elton john and they held hands afterwards and right but it was like elton john realized you're doing this through this dark character called slim shady like it's not and then it's, it's not really you. Tongue it's, in it's cheek. A, yeah, it's a yeah, char- that's true. It's more or less you're rapping through a character, right? Yeah. And um, and so they they became good friends. And they you know they call each other up, talk every now and then. And <laughs> and uh, when, I would when love he, to hear I'm this picturing them like 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 high school girls like right. laying on the bed in their stomachs with their legs like <laughs> like twist like going back and forth. Well, Eminem sent him when he when um Elton John got married to his partner um he sent him two diamond cock rings 
really? Yeah, like he like that was his gift. Do you and, have to get those appraised? What's the? Do you have to go to like a, a what a waste a of diamonds? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he'd ever really use it, but you it was more like would, you couldn't. They would destroy somebody. Yeah. That's a funny sketch, though. By it the way, well, that, well, first of all, you're thinking the diamonds are like outside, like a ring. They're probably embedded in the. I'm thinking of a jeweler, a very snooty jeweler who sells diamond cock rings, uh, and someone, and he has a little magnifying glass when he's looking at it, and they're like, and they're appraising it, and they're asking how many carrots are in the cock ring. Right. And and then one guy comes in, and it's still on his cock, and he goes, "That's not a problem. That happens quite often." Sure. That's how I would hide that. <laughs> because if there's That'd ever be an second o- beat. if there's ever an opportunity for me to walk out on stage with my cock out. Hey, man, count me in. Yeah. That's what you bring to the table. Yeah. Um, but anyways, my only point with that was, <laughs> was uh, yeah, like uh, Eminem's a pretty good dude. He's not really a homophobe. He's, you know. Yeah. But, um, so how do we he's get on Eminem? Dude. He's just a dude with incredible rapping capabilities. Right. So you were singing Eminem. We were singing Eminem, and then I changed the lyrics to, instead of very, like, like hardcore things, I was rapping about, like, you know, getting brunch and going to Bed Bath & Beyond. And, you know, like, very relationshipy things. And that's how that idea came about. And that was, like, in April. And then it was in the Dad Jean show in May. Yeah. And then we shot it in, Ju- in July or early August. Or yeah. It was so cool to see that. And I, I'm literally joking about how I thought ours was better because they're different. They're different because he's one— He's mouthing, I'm not joking. No, well, well, no, I mean, in all seriousness, and it goes back to kind of, like, writing sketch for a TV show— has to be different than writing sketch for a live. Yeah. You know, there's some there's a different element to it. The biggest thing that I think I learned about sketch is that some things that on paper really really work might not work as well when you're like getting it on getting it on its feet and you're blocking it out because when you say like, "Oh, and he walks over to the door." It's like a few words on the page and like the the rhythm can still be great when you're reading it in the table. Mhm. Um but then when you're seeing it, like that might – some of that action might deflate some of the momentum or something. It's right. just, And you have to kind of think about it more as it's happening and less how it reads. And when you're on – when they're shooting your sketch, obviously as a writer, you get to be there. And yeah. you get to – so are you constantly running – I mean are there problems that you're – then you're pitching and pitching jokes and saying like, ah, man, that doesn't work. Try this line instead. Yeah, sometimes we have alts. Okay. Uh, so a lot of times the actors have alts and, and they improvise things and they say, oh, what if we try it this way? What if we do it that way? And, like, they're usually really, really great. So it helps. Um, yeah, it's really collaborative. And the director has ideas. And it, a lot of times, like, the writers are just watching the other sketches. Sometimes they can chime in with ideas, too. Um, yeah, it gets better throughout the process. Like, uh, for Cap, the one we were talking about, Guy had had an idea – it was it, Jeremy was rapping the, the 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 very non-hardcore raps with a very hardcore like I'm rapping like you know that kind of voice which, right um, and it was funny and then Guy had the idea that he's like that he's very tough and very scary when he's talking but then when he's rapping he goes into like a very sweet and like jovial like almost like a Disney character voice right and he changes it goes back and forth and that was something that I hadn't really thought about. And then we tried it, and it was so much better. And I'm glad that Guy had that pitch mm-hmm. because it was sort of late in the process, and you know, it's it helps. And I'm, and it was always like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing about that sketch that was so as that was, like we said that was a dad gene sketch. We get notes from people 
um, when we after we put up our show, there's a committee that comes, and there's certain people who are on different teams, uh, and they get to come watch, and then they take notes on our sketches. And one of the, did you ever see the notes? From the from the sketch from uh, the sketch committee about yeah, that sketch. Yeah, I think uh, we got that email right. That yeah, had some of the notes. Yeah, it was positive overall, but someone and you know, it's all anonymous had mentioned that um, it was. Oh, fuck, I'm trying to think of the exact phrasing, but basically, in short, it was. Uh, I've seen this idea before, or it's not that original, and so then when I saw it, you know, you told me that was a sketch. Uh huh. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Good. I was like, it's obviously, it's original enough that it can be played on Mad TV, fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I don't try to sound so aggressive about it, but that's the thing about sketch. It's so, man, people's, people's well, you comedic. Spend, you spend so much time on it too, that like they become like your babies. Yeah. And it's hard to sort of, you're, you know, you shouldn't let that happen. But as a team, like, you feel ownership of not only the stuff you write, but the stuff you're fr- – I mean, ultimately, you become friends, mm-hmm. the stuff your friends write, the stuff that you collaborate on, that you are that you act in. Like, all that stuff, it becomes, like, personal. So even though they don't mean it to be, it's hard sometimes to be like, hey, man, you're right. That was this. Yeah. You know? No, go. No, I didn't have anything. Uh, I was just saying, like uh, – <laughs> Like, I think, like, the the – and this isn't to shit on like a ske- the sketch committee by any stretch of the m- imagination, but it's I lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the sketch community. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not every sketch is good, right? And that's what the committee's there for. They're there to be like to really give you an outsider's perspective about how the sketch went. And it's it's gr- I mean, one of the best things about putting s- sketches up live is you get that feedback from the audience one yeah by laughter and if they don't laugh then it's probably not good or it's a tough crowd there's a lot of things that go into it uh, i shouldn't say that's probably not good it's probably just you know there's there, there's sometimes people just don't get it they don't like it there's a crowd that's just not open to your idea or whatever it is and uh the sketch committee is another element that is a third party, a third person who comes in and shows you kind of what their point of view is. And all in all, at the end of the day, it's there's certain people that think certain things are funny and there's certain people that think other things aren't yep. funny. Um, should we jump into... Let's read your sketch. Read my sketch? Yeah. Okay, so uh, real quick, um, this is a sketch that I wrote. This is Tweety. Um, you'll know it's one I wrote because it's about Husker football, which is... The one true love of my life. Are you into Husker football? I'm really, really into Husker football. Are you into Nebraska? Yeah, I love. I'm from Nebraska. I love it. I don't. Shit. If you guys could did you see, not know that? I did. Brett, I by the color palette of this room and all the memorabilia in this room. Yeah. So yeah, my room I'm... is covered in Husker stuff. Um, there's more, but I lost my Husker bathroom, so I had to take it all down because I wasn't allowed to put it in the main bathroom. So I have stuff in boxes too. But anyways, so um, we're, I'm going to put that sketch in right here. So go ahead and listen to that, and then we'll come back and we're going to talk about it. Husker Kitchen, written by Ryan Tweedy. Interior Kitchen. John and his wife Heidi are standing in their kitchen. It is covered in corn husker football memorabilia. Uh, what do you think? What the hell is this, John? You said I could have a room in the house for all my corn husker memorabilia, and I chose the kitchen. I meant that you could only put it in your den, or like the guest bathroom. You should have been more clear. <laughs> These have got to go. I will be embarrassed every time anybody comes over. Uh, Embarrassed? Why? This is not how adults decorate. 
There's a giant refrigerator magnet on the fridge of some college kid. Tommy Frazier, the greatest option quarterback of all time. I don't care if it's a magnet of Thomas Jefferson. Take it down. Thomas Jefferson was a horrible person. Tommy Frazier broke eight tackles against an unstoppable Florida defense. Don't, don't you want me to be inspired or? Inspired? I don't need you to be inspired in the kitchen. Heidi opens the refrigerator door. The Husker fight song plays. She tries to shut the door immediately, but it won't shut. You rake the door to play the fight song? She tries to close the refrigerator door. Great. Now it won't shut. It'll shut once the song's over, but not before. So every time I want a glass of water, I have to listen to Dear Old Nebraska U to completion? Uh, get to. Heidi reaches in the fridge and pulls out a Brita water jug. The water is bright red. Really, John? If you spent this much time fixing broken things around the house, we'd have a mansion. I put red food dye in the filter. It, it only took two minutes. I think you're missing the point. Honey, look at it from my perspective. Every time I walk in here now, I'm going to think of all the men who fought to overcome blood clots and collapsed lungs and broken bones to decimate Florida in a bowl game, to bring Dr. Tom his second national championship. I'm going to think of them. John opens the refrigerator door. The fight song plays. He puts his hand over his heart. I'm going to think of them, and no matter what the struggle, I will fight. And I will win the day. This is very childish, John. He hushes her until the song finishes playing. He hushes her until the song finishes playing. Is it childish to have heroes, Heidi? Make sure you start telling that to children. John gives Heidi a bag. While I was out, I got you a present so you wouldn't think I was only thinking about myself. She pulls out a giant corn hat from the bag. John, I am not wearing this. Why not? Are you afraid of success? I, are you afraid of what happens when the soul of Bob Devaney finds his way into your veins? Jesus Christ, stop trying to make this bigger than it is. It's just a game. Where's the stove? Just a game? Men are made by guys like Charlie McBride. Men are made by guys like Ron Brown. John, where's the stove? I had to get rid of the stove because the splatter and heat would ruin my autograph balls and SI mags. And how do you suppose I'm supposed to cook? I got you an extra microwave. She opens the refrigerator to put the Brita filter back in, and the song starts playing. God damn it! This stuff is coming down. Now! She starts pulling stuff down. The back door opens. Christian Peter, a giant man, walks in and puts his hand on her shoulder. Who the hell is this guy? I'm Christian Peter, two-time national championship black shirt. Black shirts are what we call our defense. I hired him to make sure nobody steals anything. Weren't you accused of rape? Honey, that's a very inappropriate question. It never went to trial. So it's fine. It's not fine. I'm not staying in the house with a possible rapist. It's 50-50. Did you rape anybody, Christian? Nope. See? You have crossed the line this time, John. If choosing to surround myself with men that make me believe in myself, with men that make me see the potential in myself, if that is crossing the line, then consider me Corey Schlesinger against the 1994 Miami's defense that had Warren Sapp and The Rock, and I also think it might have had Suge Knight trying to stop him. I can't live like this. I'm going to go stay with my mother until we can figure some shit out. Heidi storms out. There's a long beat. I knew that would work. Now we can finally be together.
John and Christian start kissing. John reaches over and opens the refrigerator door, and the fight song starts playing. Slow fade. Fin. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was Husker Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I'm, dying. I'm still laughing. It's so good, right? Insert yeah. laughs here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like that should be our transition in and out of everything. Whenever there's a cut, we should always just go. That sounds like the Jetsons space car. <laughs> I don't remember the, the Jetsons bored me. Yeah. Um, all right, so Brett, um, let's, I guess, let's go. You, and the idea is that you can rip it, the idea is that we want to kind of like get into your head and see your comedic perspective as well as how you sort of go about, you know, writing sketch. And so rip it apart, tear it, whatever you got to do. There's not much, you... I don't I don't really have to rip this one apart. It's like not, it's really funny. Oh, like it's, it's, thanks, it's, it's very tweety. <laughs> like, like this is only, like I, I, I read it with your you playing the guy <laughs> like in your voice in your character like just uh, like like always like defending it like he's a hero what i can't have heroes like that's just the way you are it's very in your wheelhouse um it's really really funny i think the one thing is that maybe i would make a little vaguer up top like instead of one room that could be mine maybe like you said i could make it a little more homey or something oh right okay like then you don't really know where the surprises are going to be, I was thinking. Oh, I see what you're saying. So when you say it has to be the kitchen, then, then you know that something in this room is going to be Husker. Or I just feel like it was very much like, all right, now it's what something in the fridge is going to be Husker, something in the stove. Like we just, you're just going around the kitchen and seeing what's different. Right. Um, and maybe like resting it a little more. Like, like the guy, instead of... Like, maybe instead of the guy just defending it and having these, like, impassioned speeches about everything, just he's trying to play it off like he's trying to just go about, like, a normal day in the kitchen and trying to get her to go along with it. Like, oh, can you make me some eggs? And then uh, and then she, like, goes to make eggs and she notices, you know, something. Well, I like to make it more homey. I had, you know, Christian Peter, whatever. <laughs> right. Just, like, like, so it feels more mundane rather than just, like, an escalating argument yeah but it's really funny like i love all the speeches that's the thing is that I, like again i'm reading it in your voice um what like what like what was you said the idea came about because your wife oh you put all this stuff in yeah because i had two rooms before in our old condo uh-huh um because we had a guest bedroom and so when we moved to this new place i had i was only given this office space but when she said it, she was like, you can have one room, meaning that your office. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, well, if I can have one room, I'm just going to pick I'm gonna pick the shittiest place. And so I was like, oh, what if I pick the kitchen? Because hmm. no one would expect that. <laughs> so that's what I did. That's literally how the idea came about. I was like, oh, it would be really funny. Like, it would really piss off Irina if she came home and I had just decked out the entire um, kitchen and Husker stuff. Do you see this being, you, would you want to shoot this sketch? Um, I, I actually always pictured it, pictured it kind of on stage. And the funny thing is, is because I spent a lot of time in the clubhouse. Yeah. Um, I f- pictured it on that stage, which, because thinking about it on the DCT stage, it wouldn't probably work. And on the main stage, it'll work. I mean, you'd have to build shit. 
That wouldn't stop Jeremiah. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I think I'm, it'll but work I'm not on dad jeans anymore. I don't have build. I don't have a guy that's willing to build anything. <laughs> you lost that luxury, buddy. I know, dude. Jeremiah once rigged um, blood to shoot out of my ass. <laughs> he brings it up. Dude, this is not the first time he said that. It's my favorite. He loves it's it so much. It's my favorite thing. I'm glad as long as you... As long as you like it, baby. Dude, I loved it so much, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, sort of going back on what I just said, if it's on stage, you might be able to get away with more because no one can see these oh, things. Oh, interesting. Like, like, while she's discovering, like, she's opening the fridge and the music plays, like, the audience wouldn't be ahead of it, really, because they're just seeing, like, Space. Yeah. If it were filmed, it would kind of be harder because like there'd be a lot of Cornhusker stuff. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I guess it would really work on stage. Um, what were you? What were your thoughts on the ending? So, well, I have two things, and I almost changed it before I gave it to you. Um, but then I was like, no, nah, because I think it's something to talk about. Is so in real life. Christian Peter, the character that comes out on the end, he was accused, never found, never found guilty. Also, never went to trial. So that being said, whatever. But his, I mean, he's a football player. That shit happens, right? But he was accused of rape. But there's a whole bunch of guys like me, not me, but guys like me that would defend him and be like, "Well, this is this and this because he's a football player, right?" So I was like, "Well, that guy, this is how he would behave if that came up in the sketch, <laughs> right?" But then. Um, the idea of, of bringing up rape in a sketch and and not treating it with the kind of importance that it that it that it holds, I guess. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, like, it's just more or less you threw it in there, but it doesn't really. It's you threw it in there as a like a joke, but it's not. There's no like real like <laughs> significant like you're not like commenting on the Idea, on rape on or rape the, or anything. It's just sort of this is actually a thing that happened. Right. And, but she was calling it out. I mean, right. And if that were a story, like that's what she would say, right? Yeah. Right. It, well, here's the thing. Like, I don't know any of these people in this sketch. Right. So it wouldn't. I wouldn't know anyways. Like I, I think this sketch to me, like you, you make a lot of good references about that like, nobody knows that <laughs> no one knows, you know. Like so on on a Husker, like if there's a Husker comedy page, this shit kills. <laughs> but no one, I, at least I don't know. But I, don't, I, you know, I'm sure there is a Hus. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're like tapped into that community. Here. Yeah, right, like I, people I, who follow your who saw your movie. Right, right, right. But so what I'm to kill for those people. But what I'm saying is, if people don't know that, then they're not gonna see. The truthfulness in it they're just going to hear the word rape and be like "Ooh." then that's kind of i guess that's my question that right. reaction is the reason i'm like is it is it worth having that does it add anything to the sketch or is it just something i could easily change it to like weren't you accused of uh, i could change it to another player who on his day before his last game husker uh football he punched a cop in the face and like broke his jaw yeah or stole something like Oh yeah, or stole something. You know, like what's his name? Um, who's the guy who plays for North Carolina? I mean, he's a pro now. Uh, North Carolina is a pro. The Panthers. He's the quarterback. He didn't play for North Carolina. He played for Auburn. No, no, he plays for North Carolina in the pros. Oh, in the pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Cam no, Newton. Yeah, he plays for Carolina. Oh, whatever. Fucking that shows you how much I know about football, obviously. But what I'm saying is, he he was at Florida where I and, went to and school. He stole, and he stole a, a laptop. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, just, just make something up. Yeah. If you don't like, if that's, I mean, it is touchy. If it's touchy, just say he killed a guy. 
No, fair enough. Or he flashed a guy. Or I guess that guy did. <laughs> did actually, you know what's sexual assault? You know what's you know what's bullshit. Well, you know what's funny about well, I put funny in air quotes about both those things. Mm-hmm. There is a guy that did uh, go into a Seven Eleven about two years ago and flashed people and then got kicked off the team. Okay. And there are two players that murdered someone. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, two against one. I guess uh, you have to go with murder. Okay, yeah, murder wins out. Or how about he just <laughs> what's a like he got a. <laughs> A parking ticket. I don't know. <laughs> Go the other way, the not most non-serious way. I don't know. But yeah, so that was my thing, and then also just sort of the the kiss at the end was just sort of a, I didn't know how to get out of it, and I was like, oh, it's funny to watch this. This will be funny. <laughs> you know, what and I mean? that's what I would do in that situation. I would totally. Yeah. You know, it's another way. Like you could sort of another way you could do the sketch, like and rest it, and have sort of them both playing along. If it's like, all right, we both are gonna make the kitchen. Add, add, add homey touches that sort of like from our backgrounds and they sort of go back and forth and like she has oh you know i love fall so i added some brown uh you know like some accent chairs to the, the dining room that oh. make it feel like fall and i i also love fall so i'm going to add this fat head of tommy <laughs> frazier the greatest college football player of all time exactly yeah yeah <laughs> use that yeah. exactly yeah, just, okay. yeah you can use that plug that yeah. okay <laughs> just he's, insert he's, that in he's typing now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, click it click it click click it click um yeah i don't know yeah i think that's a really good idea because you're right definitely resting as i was reading it like jeremiah got me on me last time because the last one i brought in was a sketch that i'd rewritten like six times which one was that um have i ever read it no you've never no, read it. it's a new one it's a new one mm-hmm. um and uh and so he got on me because he was like, you're not supposed to have so many goddamn rewrites when you bring them in. They're supposed to be shitty. I was bringing in fairly fairly fresh sketches that needed a lot of work. Yeah, and so this one is actually basically <laughs> – it's basically a first write. I, today I went in and changed a little bit of the wording. But. You know what, Brett? You didn't rip him hard enough. So give him some real good ripping notes. Tell him it sucks. Tell me it sucks. <laughs> yeah. it sucks. I hate the typos. Um, some of the – sentences didn't have periods dude you know what's funny is that i was reading it today and i was like yeah he's gonna bust my ass over these goddamn misspelled words but i didn't know how i didn't know which ones that were misspelled so i had to leave them <laughs> what about uh what, what about the very end where they where they make out yeah i think that should change i just didn't have an out so i just threw that in there hoping that i want to see like if i was heidi like if i was heidi and this was my house like obviously this shit isn't gonna stand. I just want to see Heidi destroy everything. Like mm, her trash, trash mm. her own house. Right. Like I don't know. I just want to see her come back in and just be like, "We can never." Yeah, that's funny. What if she trashes the house? Like really goes crazy, and then you think like I'm just gonna say you. I'm just right. gonna call you. Right. You. We think you are really really pissed, and you're like classic. Then name some Husker guy. Uh, like, like she's going. Yeah, you know, reminiscent of like Christian Peter. That's also Christian Bowl. Peter's thing. He was a just a terrorist. <laughs> thing, he was a terrorist. And he a was a terrorist and a rapist. Wow. Yeah, keep putting. Just write a sketch about this guy. He seems yeah. like a great character. Uh, but no, like I'm thinking of like reminds me of the time some running back crashed through the middle. Yeah, right. You know, like, good man, reference. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. But though. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, funny. The only here's my one problem with that idea, <laughs> is that it's my memorabilia that would have to be on stage, for her to rip off. 
just make it a Florida sketch and then go buy cheap Florida stuff. Or USC, there's loads of that stuff that's in the garbage around here. In the garbage? Yeah, uh, USC's terrible at football right now, right? I guess, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. I guess that's true. Yeah, does it matter that it's Nebraska? To you, it does. To me, it does. It can't yeah. not be Nebraska. Yeah. Okay, all right. Then go buy some cheap shit on eBay. Yeah. I can have you build some stuff. Some... Yeah, man. <laughs> have you built some I'd love it. Stuff? A corn hat. But I think what we sh- well, I was about to say I think what we should do, Jeremiah, <laughs> in a later episode, <laughs> at a later episode, we should rewrite all these sketches with all the notes we get and then put them up like it's a greatest hits episode. For sure, yeah, we should. We should do that someday. I mean, I taped uh, I taped the last sketch that we that I got notes on a magician, magical magician or magic Mike. Did you bring that on the podcast? Yeah, that was on the podcast. Oh, and who gave notes on? Uh, Stephen Perlstein. What mm-hmm. was what were the notes that he gave? Um. He, I, I kind of worked into that when I, when I first wrote the sketch, it's weird. When I write sketches, I kind of write it as like one long narrative, like story. Like I build it up yeah. before I need to like in my brain. So when I'm writing, I, and I brought him a first draft, it was a lot of talking at the top mm-hmm. where it was just like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. And we're going to talk about it for a while. And so he was like, just get right into the middle of it. And so when we did it, there was one intro line about where's Mike, he's supposed to do this. And then I built a, um, when we did this on the stage, I built a, a table with a hole in the middle that I popped out of. Um, so that was kind of like the first, that was on the first page yep. and before it was buried in like the second page or so. so. Yeah, that was a great first beat because it really, like sometimes when I'm writing a sketch, a problem that I run into or something that I do that I want to improve on is that I'll make the first beat too subtle. Mm. Mm, yeah. Because I want to be like, oh, well, I want you to heighten to the, yeah. to the big thing. But then it's if the first beat isn't like the funniest thing, I mean, it, it, I think it should be the funniest thing. And then maybe not the biggest thing, but the biggest jolt and like the biggest sort of right. unusual thing. Because it's setting up what your game yeah. is. So and it's got to be clear. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I loved about the Magic Mike, um, besides whoever played Charmise, because that person <laughs> was amazing, is that like you pop out of the table. And it was just so surprising, and it was huge. Mm-hmm. And then there was also a chainsaw. Did you mention the, the chainsaw? Uh, yeah, yeah. But the chainsaw was still in there. Okay. Um, I did a lot of – I mean, the thing that went over really great in that sketch was, which I didn't think would, the computer bit. Um, people seemed to really enjoy – I had a card that magically appeared in a computer, but I smashed it with a hammer, and then I opened it up, and the card was magically in there. Um, <laughs> you said magical so sense. and um and uh they really liked that but that was fun for me um, because that, I love that. that sketch was great yeah. i think my favorite jeremiah sketch Uh-oh. is bush's baked beans <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like i've never in all the dad gene shows i've never laughed harder than in that sketch <laughs> well that's very that, i'm very honored that's great that makes me smile when you said it's american is apple pie <laughs> like driving on the right side of the road <laughs> yeah for for people who aren't aware of oh, this yeah i guess we should say what the sketch is before i yeah. say the joke well no it was a guy who who pitched uh he was an ad guru who was pitched pitching bush's baked beans uh he was the the new you were an ad man. You yeah, were an old school ad man. ad man. I was an old school ad man who came out of retirement to help Bush's Baked Beans because, as everyone knows, the Bush's Baked Beans commercials are – or where they were pretty pretty standard. They had Bush, the guy, and the dog, right? 
I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know Bush's baked beans was a real thing. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah, a real it's thing. Real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's got a, it's got right. a, it's got a piece of bacon in it. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I it, thought you it, made it up. No, no, no. It's a real, it's a real thing. Bush's baked beans are a real thing. I mean, I don't think too many people might know about them. I don't know if it's a southern thing. But anyway, so um, I was an ad guru who was trying to pitch to the company these new creative Bush's baked beans ads, and they were all very sexual in nature. And it just, but you were convinced that subliminal advertising is the way to go. Right. So it was very wholesome things, and then just a video of people <laughs> having sex. Oh. Yeah, yeah. There was people was, having sex. And it was really funny. Yeah, it was good. It was. I was. I was the king of subliminals. What I called myself, but I wasn't very subliminal. It was very direct. And I can remember when I when I first showed um, our director that video. I put a softcore porno in there, <laughs> and and the first thing when everyone saw that he, the first words out of Voss's mouth was, "Oh God." <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. But, um, but that's when you know you're onto something. But Brett was in the front row laughing when I was doing my thing. He was chuckling hard, which always made me made me happy. Yeah, that was one laugh. nice thing about Brett is since he didn't ever want to be in a sketch, he would always sit in the audience and just yep. laugh. Yeah, yep. I was like fifty percent of the audience because it's a very small venue. Right, and if and if if no one's laughing but Brett's laughing, that's a fucking win for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So now we should move on to the sketch you brought. Oh. oh. Okay. I forgot um, we we're doing that. So yeah, he had two. He had two. He what had do you want to two. talk about? I think we should talk about the one that he wrote. Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, okay. because there's a whole other conversation that goes along with the other one. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We don't really care about that. Yeah, we don't care about that. <laughs> um, We've already had enough very hot topics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be that'll be removed from this. So. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is. Uh, why don't you give us sort of? We'll get just give us like the intro for it, and then we'll just drop it in. Okay. It's called the Spirit of 420. Uh, it's from a few years ago. Uh, and I wrote it, and I produced it, and um, I wrote it produced it for MTV and for Funny or Die, and it's on Funny or Die, and it's like the first um, major thing that I that I produced, and I was I still really love it. Cool. And you wrote it. I wrote it. Yeah. Great. I love 420. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Happy 420! Grandma, you can't! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. What's that behind your ear there? <laughs> 420 comes about once a year, my boy. <laughs> Fresh 420 cookies! Hot out of the oven! My favorite! Hey, not until 420. You know that. Where's your little brother? Honey, don't you want to come downstairs? We're about to snuggle on the couch together and watch Super Troopers. I don't want to. He'll be here, Hunter. Yeah, that's what he said last 420. Your father has a very demanding job. He wants to be here. It's not fair. Uncle's dad took the whole week off for 420. Hunter. I hate 420. One more time, we gotta seal this deal with McKinley, and I don't like what I'm seeing. Last quarter, our costs were through the roof. We gotta get this right. Give me a rundown of the projection numbers. We can call it a day, Jack. Yeah, come on, it's 420. Not until this presentation is perfect. Damn it, Jack, we should be home with our families, smoking weed and playing Mario Kart. This is a $5 million account. We cannot afford to blow this. 
Some things are just more important. Not you too, Nelson. I've got a fat blunt waiting for me at home. I'm sorry, Jack. Another 420 cleaning floors. Wasn't always this way, Jack. How do you know my name? I had a family once. A beautiful family. What happened? Let's just say things change. Wasn't there from when they needed me. Birthdays, school plays, 420s. Don't miss out on the things you got because you're so focused on the things you don't got. Next 420. Hey, how about this 420? <laughs> You're here. I'll always be here. Hunter, why don't you do the honors? That's really funny. Oh, thanks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it makes me laugh. Hey, stop, and then everyone come back laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, uh, I like it because for a couple reasons. One, uh, big stoner. So that made me laugh just because. You are a big stoner? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Most people don't. Um, I didn't know that either. I, I hide it well. And I don't smoke. I'm a, also a responsible stoner. Hey, I'm Jeff. I'm Ben. I'm Jeff. Uh, no, I'm, I'm uh, Ben. Just, just do, do it. The, just do okay, the I'm thing. Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, this is Ben, Jeff, and Thayer, and we host a podcast called Convince Me, where we have guests on to try to convince us to get on board with their unique obsessions. Check out our podcast. It's called Convince Me. I'm Jeff. That's good. So I don't just like, like get high all the time. Like long. you smoke, and then you go to like a town meeting to discuss local issues. No, like I would wait till like I wouldn't smoke. I would go to the town meeting and then come home and smoke because I want to make sure that I'm clear eyed and cl- my thoughts are clear before I make any sort of. Yeah, decisions. that's responsible. It'd be yeah. irresponsible to go to. The, oh, to get high that. and then go. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't do that. Also, because I, you can tell when I'm high. <laughs> I mean, I don't hide it well. Tweety's high right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I like that. Like at one point, there was something where I was like, "Oh, that, so, oh, that looks like bad weed because it was brown." Yeah, the fake. Yeah, they're, you're. They're gonna see this, right? No, that, they're just gonna hear it. It's the audio podcast. They'll hear the sketch. We'll put a link. <laughs> up. We'll put a link to the video, which is on them if they want to actually watch the video. Right. Okay. Cool. So you had a very visual sketch. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to pick the most visual one. It was visual. With, That's cool. Go we'll watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, it's definitely still, go watch it. I think it. it still plays if you hear it. I think it plays just as well if you there hear it. There was music. 
Uh, and there's jokes. In and there's it. jokes. Yeah. There's a lot of jokes. Yeah. Jokes and music. That's, yeah. Yeah. That plays. It's like a weird song. That's ninety five percent of what a sketch yeah. is. Yeah. Jokes and music. But yeah. if but you wouldn't be able to see the the fake, brown weed, the fake brown, yeah, yeah, right. And I don't think that you would know it was brown fake weed if that's a tip. That that should have tipped us off that you were yeah have a lot of experience in this area yeah because it looks fake. Yeah, I would not smoke it. I mean, I didn't even know that it looked fake. Yeah, I don't smoke weed, so I don't know. It looked pretty good to me. Really, you don't smoke weed? No. Oh my god, no. I don't. What do you mean? I. Gave you an edible. Cut this right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'll do it. Let me do it in Brett's way. <laughs> well, I don't know what, what are you supposed to do. Yeah, you just, that doesn't matter. Literally, we cut it. Yeah. <laughs> you can do fart, 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 yeah, fart. We'll cut bad. it out. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Are we still going? Do you really, do you really want me to cut that out? No, I don't okay. care. I'm just joking with you. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. But yeah, so um, what about that? Like, what is your sort of... How do I want to ask this, Jeremiah? What? Ask him about his sketch. Why? What's the way we want to ask this question? I don't know what question you're trying to ask him. <laughs> so why are you looking at me? Because if we say... Okay, I mean, I have my own questions I want to ask him. Ask him the question then. Uh, I mean, it's more of like it. it it's weird. It's um, not from a writer standpoint, but from like a logistical standpoint. That that was a very like it was well involved. Produced. Yeah, yeah, like sketch. It's we talked about this before. It's for for people who are writing out or writing and are newer writers. It's probably best write simple stuff because it's easier for you to just put put a camera together yeah. and a crew one location one location and just shoot it because when you're first writing most of the stuff you do is not good so but you have to do it you got to do a lot of bad stuff to get to good stuff well, and, and even this if was... the sketch even if the sketch is written well mm-hmm. typically your the first thing you film and put up on funny or die is not done well right to boot brett broke the mold mm-hmm. wrote a funny sketch he is and then man. had it produced and it was really really well oh thanks done yeah, yeah it was it was sort of important that because if we couldn't that's not something that you we could have done and just like thrown together in a couple days like, for sure it, we really need to work on it because especially to make it look like christmas you need to make it look like christmas you need to like have all the stuff and we had a good production designer and that was honestly the first time that i was on a set for that shoot. Oh, wow. Um, was it just through Funny or Die? Uh, well, we produced it with MTV. Like, they like they were involved, too. Like, they would help develop it. And oh, they, wow. Um, yeah, they they gave us the budget. Like, it was... They were good. And then it w- went up on Funny or Die. They were the ones who put Did it on. Did you get paid for it? Uh, well, they bought the script. Like... Cool. Yeah, MTV bought the script. Yeah. Cool. So, yes. Cool. Yeah. Um, it was... Uh, so, this was your first paid gig, then? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And yeah, and as a lawyer, if they tried to screw you, you would have been able to stop them. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. But they didn't. They were good. I mean, it was it was it was uh it was really fun. Like it and really um it was a good cast and like the director was good. This guy Nick Weiss, he was really fun to work with and he had a lot of good ideas. It just was like it was a really fun shoot and I just I I learned a lot. Um and it was cool to see. Like I agree, the execution was really really good. And with a sketch like that, it's all about the tone. And, you know, I feel like it was what we were talking about before, like taking a situation like just a Christmas movie and just having a twist on it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what the stuff I like to do. And I love Christmas, too. I, I, I wrote a Christmas feature. 
that oh it's interesting i know i'm I'm jewish by the way and why didn't we talk about this before i mentioned i wrote a feature yeah i guess i i you know what shame on me yeah but shame we, on you didn't Tweety. say christmas feature that's true, but I don't think Christmas feature is even a phrase. Yeah, I'm just saying that now. Home Alone is a Christmas feature. It's a Christmas movie. Well, same thing. Christmas feature length. <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas same, I guess. A Christmas feature length movie. But yes. I wrote that. I wrote the feature like after this, and like because I was like, oh, if I can write three or four minute Christmas parody, then I can write a a full movie. It's the closest I've ever gotten to celebrating Christmas. No, that's, well, we'll do it this year. Well, bud. dude, you're a grown man. You can celebrate that stuff whenever you want. Yeah, that's true. Let's you know? have like a let's have like a Christmas this year. We'll have a dad jeans, dad jeans, and friends Christmas. Yeah, yeah. and past members. Yeah, <laughs> just so we can. Yeah, we in our in our last Christmas show, we didn't do anything having to do with Christmas. We typically don't do themed shows. Um, but I think that suits us. Yeah, because you know what, we do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, well. I don't say we do a lot of it. I think we do maybe one crazy thing, and it's usually me or Grace that does. Jeremiah stuff. writes his sketch, so it destroys the stage. So it has to be the <laughs> yeah, last it has sketch. To be the last sketch. <laughs> I do do that, except <laughs> except in our previous show we had Grace. I pitched an idea to Grace. Uh, uh, Grace Pressy is it Pressy? Yeah, I always call her Pressy. I always call her Pressy. I don't know what her actual name is. Yeah, Grace Pressy, who's a writer and an actor on Dad Jeans as well, and it was this. Um, it's a really funny sketch, and the way I pitched that we should end it is uh, ripping a baby in half and having all the guts and goo fly out on the stage. And um, <laughs> and and so we that, never thought we would actually like that was always a joke <laughs> that like it would never actually happen. Right. And then Grace finally turned the corner and was like, "Hey, Jeremiah, can you help me make this?" And I was like, "Sure, of course." So her sketch was sixth, my sketch was seventh. Uh, so I got two now. Yeah. Two, we really, two finalists. We really put our stamp on that stage. Yeah, that was our final DCD show. Yeah. Which was fun. Can I ask you guys a question that we were sort of talking about before, but then we kind of got off topic? Ask yeah. away. Like, for you guys, what is a sketch that, like, Jeremy, what's a sketch that you loved, but you thought, like, when we did it, when it was executed, it just didn't work or something, or, like, you were bummed that it didn't kind of play the way that you wanted it to? Uh, yeah. Um, I think you were gone during this time, but uh, the most recent one I remember, I wrote a Squatty Potty uh, sketch. I have a Squatty Potty. You do? Yeah. Okay, so then you might enjoy this idea, because I, I wrote a sketch about a travel Squatty Potty, where a guy carries around a Squatty Potty with him to a restaurant, and he just keeps it next to his next to himself. <laughs> just, why exactly why like why but it's a travel version squatty potty and so um did he take it into the bathroom with him but it no he, well he he would but it has like so i built this fake squatty potty of course and i put like fake poop and stuff on the on the I'm legs surprised it didn't go over well well yeah, that's exactly why i i did i have to always remember like shit stuff literally shit stuff doesn't work no one likes it it's not funny I mean, it's funny to like a four-year-old, but people see shit stuff and they're like, "That's <laughs> Tweety, Tweety thinks it's funny." Yeah, yeah Tweety thinks it's gross. Tweety's pointing to himself, yeah. right? That kind of stuff makes me laugh. And it was just, it was a, it was like me and Leslie just having a conversation about. Um, it, it it was okay. It did. It just didn't go over as good as I had hoped. Um, and I know, and I know why, because it was it had to deal with fecal matter, and some people are just like, you know, even if it's fake, even if it's, um, you know. 
make believe or it's fake poop or you're imagining it sometimes we don't build everything for the sketches um it just people don't you know they kind of check out an audience will check out i wrote a sketch one time with um um, mama's milk i called it it was similar to an interrogation scene with like what tweety did where mm-hmm. it was a guy was using breast milk was feeding a guy a breast milk during an interrogation <laughs> room to try to get him to say what he wanted to say <laughs> and um who was the good cop like on board with this it was only one cop <laughs> <laughs> really breaking the mold on that one. Uh, right, really was, messing with the formula. It was one cop, and he was just like, he was like, hey, here's, here's, do you want some coffee? And like, the guy's like, mmm, this coffee tastes weird. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's got mama's milk in it. And he's like, what's that? He goes, my mom's breast milk. And it, how was that not the out? Just like blackout. After yeah, that? no, it, I tried to drag it on way too long. L- needless to say, it didn't work out ever. Uh, we put this sketch up at Second City and it bombed every single time because people are like, titty milk. One, it was a bad sketch. It was just poorly written for one. It wasn't very original. And, and like, there's two, three. I had to deal with tit milk, which no one wants to, you know, no one likes that stuff. <laughs> 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 it's gross, you know? Yeah. Is there a sketch that you recall, Brett? Are uh, you Tweety during your tenure? Um, I was actually really disappointed in the uh, ending the one shot we had of the butt blood because oh the timing was just like a second a hair off yeah but still really good it was funny but it also um got aimed at the curtain instead of the audience but that's good no (laughs) it was supposed to shoot out over the audience i was in the audience i think it was good um and and the gunshot went off early early yeah this was explain the sketch, I guess. Oh yeah, so at the end of it, it was the idea was the guy was trying. It was good, like basically good cop, bad cop, but the bad cop is trying to seduce the robber, and so at the end, he's like rubbing his dick with a gun, <laughs> um, like saying like I'm gonna fuck your dick with my. I don't remember what he was saying. Like I'm gonna f- put your dick inside my dick or something. But he's like using the gun. <laughs> <laughs> something, something like that. Put your dick inside my dick. <laughs> it was classic cop stuff. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And then um, there's supposed to be a sound effect. And then J- Jeremiah had rigged up a CO2 cartridge to a hose. They went through the pants and then out, and we cut a hole in it. And then it shot fake <laughs> blood out of my asshole. And I had the trigger in my pocket. Well, I hadn't got to the point where I had got to the point where I was supposed to pull the trigger yet, and the gunshot went off. So I just fired the trigger so it would match, and I was like a hair off because I wasn't ready for it, and then I wasn't aimed the right way. So you could, it didn't really show up as well. Mm-hmm. It was um, disappointing. It was disappointing because it could have been really great. Brett doesn't seem like it was that disappointing. I wasn't that disappointed. Yeah. I mean, it it's one of those the, things you can only do it once. Yeah, you do it once. It's yeah, and. I, I can see where you're frustrated, but I still loved it. You know what's also great? Talking about sketches, no one knows what the fuck they are. Yeah. You know, they've yeah. never seen it. It's like boring droll. Okay, here's an example of what I was saying that sometimes you can write it on the on the page and it can go very quick and it can be funny. And then when you do it the, with the blocking, it slows down a little bit. Mm. And the sketch that you were in, I did a sketch for Dad Jeans, and the idea of the sketch was that everything's going wrong with the sketch and there's a guy who works at the theater who's preventing the sketch from going on and yes. adding you know more and more obstacles so the sketch is the sketch within a sketch is that it's like a beach party and it's jeremiah and our friend eddie and they're like dancing when they're and with girls and it's fun 
And then was I in this sketch? No, no this was post this tweet. Post tweet. Are you sure? Because I remember a sketch like this that I was either. Oh, in. you were in this when we when we did the main stage version. You oh, that's right. In. You yeah. were in this. Yeah, you oh, did. Okay. Yeah, we did it twice, mm-hmm. which is great. And that's an idea where where they were at the beach, and then the intern of the theater says, "There's no nudity in the theater, so you guys can't be in bathing suits on stage." Here you have to wear this, and he hands them two full suits. And I thought it'd be funny. And then on the pages, like they put on the suits, and doesn't interrupt the timing. But then when we were doing it on stage, it it takes a couple minutes to put on a full suit. (laughs) Yeah, there's a little bit of like dead space. And did you did you feel that sketch? That sort of the timing was a little off. Like how did you feel about that? Because that that to me, and I, I I totally thought it was just the premise of the sketch, and just not the execution, but just what the sketch was uh, so you can blame it on the execution <laughs> it's no okay. I, no because you put on the suit like it wasn't yeah. you didn't um, put on a suit slowly that's just how long it takes yeah i mean i can remember i can remember when we did it i have a terrible memory but i can't remember like trying to like vamp you know like i feel like if you perform sketch enough you realize um there's probably if there's if there's dead space and it's not dead space for the sake of to make people laugh mm-hmm. then you kind of have to use your improv chops and like say just say something i can't yeah. remember what i said or what we did but yeah i could tell like like you say uh on, on a sketch it takes two words like jeremiah and eddie put on a suit but in real time it probably I like takes you, i like how you just said it takes two words and then you said like 12 words <laughs> Jeremiah and Eddie put on a suit seven. That's two words. That's two. That's two words. Well, there's two fingers on one hand, <laughs> and the five that I have on this one is covering that up. So, um, But anyways, yeah, yeah. But that's another sketch where we talk about we did it twice. Once we did in the DCT, once we did on the main stage. I think they went over completely different. Yep. And the DCT, much better. We went to the main stage where I don't know if people got it. You know? Yeah, because that it's different audience, right? It's Completely different audience, yeah. People walking in in Hollywood looking for laughs. Yeah. Yeah, and a bar. And a bar, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't get it. Um, they didn't get a lot of those sketches that night. Yeah. But You always got to blame the audience. Well, <laughs> I mean, our sketches were brilliant. I mean, yeah, yeah, they were great. Like... And Tweety filled in. We can't blame him. We could, but we won't. Yeah, we could. I was. Could. I was. I said like one thing in that scene. <laughs> I made Tweety. Uh, oh yeah. I made Tweety awful. do a mangina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which didn't get nearly as good praise as it should have, but it we appreciate. I did it. Remember the. I tucked um, my dick between my legs and then had a bathrobe on, and then they came around the corner with a video camera and caught me. You know? <laughs> we're at, we're at an hour and thirty minutes. <laughs> Tweety wants us to stop. Yeah. I feel like we're having fun now. I'm, we are having. I'm fun. doing some improv. Yeah. yeah. That's good. I'm an improv three hundred one student. Oh, Are I you was. really? I was in the fall. Yeah. Well, okay. Let Brett Brett do some plugs. Yeah, plug. What do you got? What do you got for us besides uh, watching Mad TV? Go watch some reruns of Mad TV. Yeah, go on Hulu. on Hulu and watch reruns of Mad TV. Um, write letters to uh, the CW and Warner Brothers telling them how much you love Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And what else? Um, Dad okay. Jeans. Dad Jeans main stage. We've had a few great shows because it's December. Mm-hmm. Are we still doing that? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still doing it. Sure. Okay. Second, it doesn't. It, we're second Sunday of the month every month. Every month. So it doesn't matter what month we're in right now. Yeah, uh, I just bought a new couch, so got that going on. Yeah, things are great. And uh, <laughs> if you see me, say hi. That's a plug, I guess. Yeah. What about you? What are you plugging? Um, I already, I already plugged Miss um, <laughs> Smith. Uh, 
what else? Uh, what else I have to plug? Uh, you can. Um, oh man. Uh, you can if you're a Husker fan, you can listen to my other podcast about Husker football. So all four people <laughs> listening to yeah. this. Everything you do is related to Husker football. Yeah. Well, that's there's a reason for that. Okay, what's the reason? They, we, that, those <laughs> are my. It's, it's so weird the way you said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a reason for it, you well, fucking idiot. Well, those are like, I mean, I made a documentary about Husker football, and I gained a certain audience. And then, if you want to continue to, <laughs> you get one plug tweet. <laughs> yeah, just say All right. Anyways, um, cool guys. Wait, what about Jeremiah? What do you plug? I already plugged. He plugged Dad Jeans. Dad Jeans, second Monday what of the month. What about the Slav? Oh, oh, I got a movie coming out. Yeah. Um, I wrote, produced, and acted in it. It's called The Slua. It's a uh, found footage. <laughs> I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you pronounced it a little wrong. No one pronounces it right. It's a found footage horror film. So for all the horror horror film slash comedy people out there, be on the lookout for that. Yeah. he's uh, also um, He also just signed a deal with Calvin Klein to be an underwear model. <laughs> That's right. Is that it? it, it that was the end of it. That was the end of my bit. Yeah, sorry. I didn't get it, though. Yeah. Oh. Real um, talk. Hashtag real talk. Hashtag real talk. Hashtag tweeters and what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Klein model. I, I've never seen I've never seen a Calvin Klein check. I've never seen a Calvin Klein ad I'd want to be in. Um, unless it's next, next to David Beckham. But I don't think he does Calvin Klein underwear, does he? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Should we say goodbye, guys? All right, thank you so much, Brett. Thanks for having yeah, me, Yeah, thanks, guys. Brett. You're the best. Yeah, you're man. the best, Tweety. You're the best. Tweety finishes every email with, you're the best. It's fucking so annoying. How yeah. is it annoying? <laughs> I actually, when you were on the team, I, was, I would write, you're the best, Brett. Like, to, to parody uh, your to parody emails. mine, yeah. I'm just kidding. I actually, I think it's very sweet. I, I now, I like I, it too. I now hit all of my sketches with XOXOXO. I love it when Tweety finishes a sketch with Finn. In, the, in, in this in this sketch in the in the Husker sketch it ends with Finn yeah and it generally the it's like the weirder and grosser the sketches the more likely it will end yeah, with Finn it's with always Finn. yeah it's always the weirdest sketches that end with Finn yep um it's almost my way of acknowledging that I know how weird it is yeah all right thanks Brett yeah thank thanks, you guys thanks audience for listening. <laughs> <laughs> a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now